0: Welcome to Universally Speaking the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from Ben Townsend and I'm joined, as always, by Sammy Sammy Sammy, Towny Towny Towny, from Sam You heard the man, it's Sammy, 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 Towny, Tani, towny, towny from Sam ZW. Is this Zimbabwe again? I done <laughs> <laughs> I had, got, to, I had a, a memory. I had to choose quickly. Of, of, a, of a, a beautiful, beautiful king prawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least I got it right. I hadn't got one ready. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I think the, I think the Zimbabwean project was going quite well. Is it still? Oh, Christ. Uh, well, it must have stalled. Right <laughs> I guess you have restarted <laughs> I've just it. Hang on. It. Have you started a whole new domain in Zimbabwe with a whole new staff? Capital City. So, what's happened? Hang on, I've got a question. What's happened, what's, to-, what's happened to the original staff? Have you just forgotten about them? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. This is a disaster. Poor George, or whatever it was called. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Capital sure. City of Zimbabwe? Yeah. Absolutely no idea. Harare. Ah, good shout. Well, harari, harari to that. Yes. So, apologies. That was a massive oversight by a, me. A huge cock-up. A huge cock-up from Townsend. Not the first. His, his companies keep going out of business. Well, let's not dwell on that. I'm doing my best, all right? Yeah. Well, I'll your best. Up. Better okay. get a hell of a lot fucking better, or you are going to feel a hell I'll of a lot fucking worse work. from Dusk yeah, Till right Dawn. We cannot recommend it more highly. From F till D. Exactly. Uh, or F D, D. till D. 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 F. Dusk. T dawn. Anyway, let's not, get I, no, let's not get bogged down this whole from dusk today till dawn. Very sensations. excited. We are. We are excited. I am going on a journey into the oral soundscape, a journey into the mind, and a journey to a location that I've never traveled or traversed before. Sam, this is a first listen to me for the John Frusciante album, The Empyrean. So you've never listened to it? I have listened to. To one of the songs years ago, you yeah. made me listen to it. So it is in essence Once. a first listen. It is in essence a first listen. For some reason, it's never, ever a- appealed to me to oh. listen to this album. And I don't know why. I know why. Oh, go on then. Because I have a, fa- a fairly unusual relationship with this album. Go on. It came out in 2009. 2009, January 20th. That's right. Post Sammy's obsession... Yeah, it was post-Sam's obsession, wasn't it? Cause it, this, it in the John Frusciante solo chronology, yes, this is post-Curtains. There's, There's a gap. There's a four-year gap. Curtains um, 2005. So it was post-Sammy's obsession. Sam's big old Sammy, 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 Townie, Towny, Townie had a big John Frusciante obsession. In 2005. My God, what an obsession it was. It was all-consuming, and it consumed not just me, but everyone I knew. It consumed me, the rest of my family. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It, ha- it, was, it was unforgiving. There were people... <laughs> so unforgiving is a good word for the way you put us through your feelings with John Franchante yeah. at the time. But by 2009, I had moved on somewhat. What was your new obsession? I don't think I had any obsession. With because that you, you are a man who tends to get obsessed about things for a brief period of time and then move on. That is, that is fair. <laughs> um, so by 2009, I wasn't within this all-consuming obsession...
1: So oh, hang on. I myself say- now.
0: Apologies everyone, a quick break in recording there because I noticed that we were blowing out the levels because for factors. Uh, I've now amended that. It should sound better. If you didn't notice before, don't worry about it. If it sounds worse, that's the way it's gonna be. Samuel. Back to me. Back to you. So, yeah, 2009, I did listen to the Empire upon its release. However, nowhere near as much as I had done 2005 and, uh, you know, so... A couple of questions for you, actually. Question one. Where does this lie for you in the amount that you've listened to it compared to the Obsession era albums? Far less. Okay. And how do, you, how do we say it? Is it Empyrean? Is it Empyrean? I say Empyrean. Okay. There is a question mark surrounding the pronunciation. I can't clear it up. No. Um, And we wouldn't want to. I would. I would. I would. (laughs) would. I would like to. But But what have you done to try to clear up then, if you want to clear up? I've spoken to various people about it and none of them knew the answer. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so let's say the Empyrean is, in fact, uh, the abode of God, according to Dante, in, I believe, the Divine Comedy. Yes. Yes. and certainly, looking at the album artwork of this it's, it's a stunning piece of art, yeah, the album artwork it certainly looks it certainly gives you the feel of religious overtones i think yeah I, I suppose i mean it's, it's got it, a Joshy Klingoffer on it, the front lane Joshi Joshi's in it it's it, it, it's a as you say it 's a very interesting and in depth piece of art, and I think that pretty much goes a long way to summing up the the whole album it's deep it's meaningful it requires analysis and it requires you to pay attention it grabs your attention because it's so intriguing uh, and i mean we'll go on to discuss the first five songs now but i say i haven't listened to it as much as some of his other albums and that is true however i do adore laying down in a dark room and listening to this album. I was going to say, talk to me about your chosen listening style. Yeah, it's dark, it's eyes closed. you're drunk. I'm generally (laughs) drunk. Um, And it it is brilliant. It's unlike any of his other albums in in terms of the way I like to consume it and the effect it has on me. And other people, not necessarily me, have described it as his masterpiece. Okay, so we're going to get into that. First of all, we're going to do our sponsors. Oh, Christ. are we? No, first of all, we're going to say thank you to Carlos Gerdian, Seagird, who wrote in to ask him to become an ambassador, said he'd love us to do something on the Empyrean, and I thought, well, that's going to be tricky for me because I haven't listened to it. But then came up with the notion of doing a first listen. Mm. Not Obviously not a first listen for you, so you're going to, you can talk a bit more educatedly about the album. I can and, talk about it. And your thoughts, yeah. yeah. You can make noises. <laughs> yes. It will be a first reaction from me. I will listen to each song once. Yeah, just once. And then react to it. So, I mean, we'd like to li- perhaps listen to them more, but some of them are extremely long. but the, the nature of this is one. It is. It is one. It is one, and I think we'll look at the album artwork later on, once we've listened to, once I've listened to all the songs. This will be part one of two. Well, the, yes. I to mean, talk about how how we perceive that that fits in because. You've got Josh there, who's connected by something, it looks to me, like to John, mm. a multi-armed John. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. So we'll, we'll, we'll focus on that a bit later. So we'll just say thank you, Seagull, for the idea. Yes. And we will talk about our sponsors. And we are not sponsored by the I beers today. I haven't got... I am. You are? Well, you crack into yours then. I haven't got it. It's in the fridge. Right. Well, in that case, we'll talk about the other sponsors. Okay. First of all, we're sponsored by Base Ambassador Aidan Hampson's new bass book. Find all of Aiden's base work at AidenHampson.co.uk. We can highly recommend everything that he's done. Fa- really fantastic transcriptions that he does. Fantastic. Dirk Lance from Incubus says, I can't say enough good things about Aiden Hampson. He's a joy to work with and his transcript- transcriptions are flawless. That's high praise. That is high praise. Why, right. is, why does everyone that we, that we talk to on this podcast, why do they either know... Incubus or have high praise for incubus. Well, because we we mingle in a steamed company. We certainly do mingle in the steamed company. So the catalogue, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the latest one, the very best of the eighties. Superb, superb So book. that will encompass the material released in the eighties. The first four albums, basically. You'll say, yeah. Hamish's book, Hamish Duncan, the wonderful Hamish Duncan, is also sponsoring this episode. He has got a book coming out very, very shortly called Out in L.A. Yes. The fantastic story of the Chili Peppers journey throughout 1983. We were honoured, honoured to be asked to review that, which meant that we were sent a copy in advance to have a look at. Yes. And we can honestly say... This is completely honestly. That it is. This is honest. I mean, I've never been more honest in my entire life. He hasn't. That it's a sensational thing. It's it a is. sensational it's thing. It's brilliant. I mean, he, uh, it, this is how good it is. I read it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, that, read, I don't uh, re- read that many books. And that says something. At RHCP Sessions, go and check out, um, go and check out uh, Hamish on it's, Twitter. It's a must-read for any Chilis fan. I mean, we've had Hamish on the podcast before to talk about the website, rhcpsessions.com, and that is a sensational website. And now he's backed it up with a sensational book. I mean, the whole thing is sensational. He is putting together a catalogue of sensational work. His body of work is sensational. But this book goes into so much detail, it's so... It's ridiculous. It, well, as we said... I can't even begin we, to imagine how, how he did it. As we said in our review, it feels like you are front and centre in front of the band in those formative years. You can feel the sweaty energy. You can, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, he wanted to put that in, the, in, in our in our in our review. It's out there now. and Now he's done it. It's out there now. He's done it. Screw you. Should I say some of the Screw things that I to put in? Yeah, go on. What did you want to put A remarkable in? Remarkable level of research. Yeah, <laughs> and it is though the, the the detail, the research, the man hours, the pure accomplishment is there for all to see. Pre-order it. It's brilliant. Pre-order it. To quote two wonderful men, it's a remarkable achievement. To quote one man. To quote another man, you feel the sweaty energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The book is Out in LA, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, 1983. Go on to Twitter, RHCP Sessions, and you'll find a link there if I had to pre-order. Also, a huge shout-out to Red Hot Chili Riffs from YouTube. Oh, totes and Absolutely beautiful thing happened. This guy does some sensational work, um, like covers of chili songs. Bass, guitar, superb, wonderful guitar player. Yeah. Just great videos The production, standards Fantastic are, 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 musician. Are, are, are fantastic. Sensational, some might say. <laughs> some, some might. Uh, we would. We, uh, we would, and we are. Really worth checking out. Get on YouTube, have a look for Red Hot Chili Riffs. Said to us that he had done a video dedicated to us for the Song University Speaking. Yeah, incredible. We point you in that direction. It... It was just a really proud moment to think that, again, well, other, more talented people yeah. are enjoying what we're doing. And it was, yeah, it was it was goosebumps. I, I was covered in goosebumps. I had to go to the doctors.
1: Really? That level of goosebumps?
0: That, that, that's how goosebumps it got for me. Yeah, too goosebumpy. Yeah. I had Do- to go on anti-goosebump medication. Yeah, and how are you now? I've fully recovered. And are you me. off the medication? Yeah. Or well, don't I'm watch we- the video again. I'm we- no, I can't. <laughs> I can't, otherwise I'll... Be back, Doctor, Doctor. I watched <laughs> I watched this wonderful video on YouTube and now I'm covered in goosebumps again. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But but a huge thank you. We, we were so honoured um, when Red Hot Chili Riffs did that for us. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I was covered. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we've got it. We've got it. OK, so that's the sponsors for this week, apart from Sam's beer, which is in the fridge. Yes. So we are going on to the Empyrean. We will move on to track one. Which is before the beginning. Well, as we come feedbackingly out of the first song, Sam, which was called Before the Beginning. I will just say that uh, I've just had another quick look at Wikipedia. and I don't think it was just Dante that uh, thought that the Empire was the dwelling place of God. It appears to be fairly commonplace. I think he just embraced the idea. <laughs> <laughs> I did just need to, to say that. Much as we sometimes need to say that chocolate oranges are available from Rawlinson's. I I did just need to say that. Yes, well, you know, these needs must be catered for. And I have just catered for my own very personal need. Okay, so, before the beginning. Yes, what did you make of that? Remarkable. How have I considered myself a John Fusciante fan up to this point? Because I've listened to some of his other stuff, which is not in my wheelhouse, and I don't like it. Beepy boopy stuff. Of course, okay, I don't like that stuff. But this now this, this sorry carrier. This is remarkable to to play essentially the same thing. Yes. For nine minutes plus, and me only start to think this probably needs to wind up within the last kind of minute or thirty seconds of it. Yeah. Is an amazing achievement. Yes, that's right, and it. Um it goes through... In order to achieve that, it goes through various phases. But he moves between the phases with such consummate ease and mastery that, as a listener, you are just taken on the ride. And it's it's brilliant. Talk to me about uh, the um, personnel here, because that definitely sounded like a young and a vigorous clingy on the drums. Yes, we've got... That's- it was clingy, yeah. We've got JK on the drums. Such a trademark way of playing the drums that he has. Yeah, such a trademark way of playing the drums. That kind of drums off. That he has. High um, absolutely, you know, part of the sound that John created in these years. Yeah, you know, yeah. Culminating here in 2009. But also on, on the other record collection albums from 2005. But this, this is much more the... Real signature sound. This is much more the kind of more stripped back... Um, inside of emptiness, yeah. kind of sound. What else have we got from that era? I mean, you, well, you, you, the it's not. Death. It's you, not you, curtain sound, though. No, well, Josh didn't drum on the curtains. No, I was oh, going to say, oh, he the it, it didn't drum on the curtains. But so he's gone back to that sound. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, JK is a, is a great drummer. He also provides percussion, electric piano, organ, piano, synths and backing vocals. Oh, but I didn't pick up on the backing vocals. Not in this record. song. All oh, right. okay. <laughs> across the album. Uh, I have to say, if he provided that annoying noise at the beginning, then I've gone off him. No, well, that, that, that's... That's unnecessary, because I thought at that point... What, the scratch? No, it sounds like you're hitting... Uh, it sounds oh, like a rim rimshot. shot. Yeah, it's a rim shot, yeah. A, a processed rim well, shot. Well, yes. Yes and no. I, 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 what I would say is that it's layers, isn't it? So we start with scratch, and then we move into that rim shot effect, and then we're off. So, it's just... And by, and by we're off, it's like, we're, it, it, you know, we're, we're going slowly somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're not, whoa, God, oh, no, go. No, 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 this is not a fast ride. If you want a fast ride, you're on the wrong ride. Right. It, it, this is, as a first listen... Some, one, some. I've got some, some really good things to say about this. Have you got Sam's actually made notes? Sam, wow. do you want to talk about your notes? This That's is a good. real roll reversal. And it all breaks down. Go roll reversal. Ultimate slow start. I've put. Oh god, gotcha. yeah. It build up, layering. Nice. 108 around 108 drums in, and then you got time stamps. 138. First wailings of guitar lead work. Smiley yeah, smiley face. And what? Show me the smiley face. He has drawn a smiley face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the kind of smiley face you might expect. No, it's more of a... It, actually, I'm quite scared of that face now. Hmm. Yeah, the, the reason... Actually, I can, I can guide you through... What this happened. is good for a podcast. This nose here right. was originally the smile. But let me have a look. as I drew the face around it, I realised he no longer had a mouth. And so the mouth became his nose. It looks like a young Dante. Yeah. <laughs> Asc- <laughs> ascending, exactly. ascending exactly. through well, he uh, came up with the idea through his own inferno <laughs> yeah. oh no I was thinking of that other bloke you keep talking about <laughs> What, the one who goes on about the Yeah, <laughs> that's him isn't that's it? just general beliefs yeah. I've now fine. decided fine I was getting them mixed up with the Iliad ah of course that's, that's uh, Homer Homer's Odyssey was it Homer who did the Iliad yes mm. are you sure I think so yeah okay Yeah. I can't uh, vouch for that 2.30 it was 2.13, drums build and threaten. That, that's a good, good use of the word threaten. Because but then revert back. And, and that's, that's the key here. It's, it's again, a, a fine example of we're dealing with something that's essentially the same all the way through. Hmm. What can you do to, yeah. to mix it up? Okay, and, and that is control and release. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot Perfect. of... Uh, you could call this song control slash release. Yeah. There's a lot of the drums are, ge- uh, the drums they are becoming heavy. Th- yeah. They threaten. Ooh, scary drums. Yeah. Well, they threaten to break out, but then they go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the ebb and flow of a tide. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and it, over nine minutes, it, you do have time for the tide to go in and out. Well, it it, twe- it just peaks the ear, doesn't it? That's the thing. Tweaks the ear. Yeah. It brings, both peaks and tweaks. Catches and the ear. It, it peaks, tweaks, and catches so, so, the ear. So you think, oh, look. Have you written that down? No. It, it peaks, tweaks, and catches the ear. I've never said that before. <laughs> 315. Slightly more assertive lead approach, mm-hmm. you see. And again, this talks to that necessity to mix things up. I think the lead approach here is is really interesting from Freshonte. We spoke we're 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 double doing it today. We've just done the Eddie interim episode and we've moved straight off the Emparium. And so we've just had the been talking about the Eddie guitar, the style of the guitar playing there. And How John Plays Guitar, Lead Guitar on Unlimited Love slash Return of the Dream Canteen, where you're getting a lot of bar work. A lot of whammy they're, trem- they're, trem- they're, bar work. They're, they're, funny enough, I <laughs> smiled to myself over there a moment ago. There <laughs> is, is a some lot bar, of bar work. work yeah. There it is a bar work. Yeah. Uh, a lot of feedback uh, and the control and release of the feedback. Now, what you get during, the, during this kind of more modern era is that... Very much in your face, very much distorted and overdriven. Here, same thing, same thing. But John's now in the in the modern era using the using the bridge pickup. Mm. Uh, uh, sorry, the neck pickup. Mm. <laughs> He's using the neck pickup a lot more, which gives you. Can you a re- not make mistakes, please? <laughs> He's using the net pickup in the modern era, which gives a very smooth sound. Here, and in the past, he's used a lot more of the, the bridge pickup, which gives you the thinner sound. And here, even, it's a very, very treble y sound. Yes. I'm wondering if he's filtering his signal through the wah and having, having it toe forward in the treble position, because it's really thin. It's fantastic. And he's controlling the feedback, uh, he's, he's, he's bringing it back. Probably using the volume pot to control it as well. Also, what he's doing here, which is which he sometimes doesn't do, is it's all about note placement here. There's mm. very little That's just right. relying on yeah. fast repeated lines. Yeah. There, there's one little bit where it did get to yes, that part towards that, the end. Right. But uh, very only for a very brief period. Yes. And that is at 7.05. Right, okay. Time stamps, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, uh, thank you. So this is much more in the style of something like a solo from Hay, yeah. rather than the solos that we've been getting more recently, which have just been about feel, not, not about feel and vibe, because that's what the Hay solo's about, but no, more noise. No, it's more placed. It's more placed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, and that's right. And this is, and, and that, you get this for, you know, a long time. Yeah, and what he's doing is he's, he's got some moves... Some yeah. signature phrases which he's going back to because and then expanded on. Yeah. and Because this sounds like it was done in one take. Yeah, well, I think it was because um, at 7.40, you've got a potential mistake. Yeah, yeah, great timestamp work. I'm not sure if... I don't know when it was, but you do hear a double pick note where he just misses picking it and goes again. So that kind of says it was done in one take. And one of the things for me, like you say, you've got that framework. And then he's working within it. But within that framework, the guitar constantly grounds each section. So it draws a line under each section. And then he goes again. Yeah. But it's just going, it's just repeating and repeating and repeating that guitar. That kind of, call it rhythm guitar part for Mm. a better phrase. Yeah. It, It just keeps the, as the guitar is doing all of these fantastic high, because you're getting a lot of, kind of really trebly sounds yeah. the rhythm guitar is down there lower in the mix quite a quite thick sound the so simple, it's filling it out i've called it the simple strum yeah that's fine you can call it simple strum works really well with the uh, the, the drums it's, it's, it's essentially what drives the drum pattern as well right okay yeah so yeah. that yes ding, yeah boom. yeah and John's, um, josh is very high in the mix and very high i noticed that it settles in or, or you might just get used to it but when the drums first come in, it's like, wow, that's that it's very like- high, and at times it it goes even higher for brief periods, mm. and then and then steps back to its already very high level. It mm. is it's very high in the mix, but then again, this is an unusual mix because it's an instrumental, so there's no vocal to consider. Um, yeah, right. So it's you, you know you're not mixing it in the, in that traditional sort of four piece. I'm just going back to the empireing to so see played. The wiki. I've got to scroll back through a lot of Dante information. Drums, not complex. So see, the layers are, are this one s- simple strum. No, pick first sound, rim shots, but they're not a continuous layer. Simple strum, drums, second simple strum. Okay. So there is two rhythm lines and then the lead solo work. Okay. Okay. So it's a four layer piece, but within that, then you get the, the sort of atmospheric. Sounds. At one point Yeah. there's the pouring sand at four thirty two in the in the left ear. I have to say I didn't necessarily pick up on the pouring sand. I don't know if it is pouring sand, but that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, okay. It's about ten seconds worth. Ten, maybe that's all the sand I could afford, just a bit of just That's what that's the sound yeah, think, of one bag of sand. You being pour poured sand out. for ten seconds, it's still a fairly substantial amount of sand. It depends how fast you're pouring, I suppose. Very fast. Ah, okay. Uh Raihu, I've just noticed. Yes, was on was on duty here for this one. Yes, he was the Empyrean, He was recording engineer.
1: Right There's some
0: familiar names. Dave Lee one. was the instrument tech in. Yeah, so, uh, but there are other people involved. Flea, uh, Flea, obviously, yeah, that, he's a familiar name. Was Chad involved? No, Chad, not on this one. I'm afraid. This album. No. Okay. He did drum on Shadows. Oh, gotcha. Um, but not on this one. Chad Free then? Chad Free. Johnny Marr played on a couple of tracks. Okay. Electric Guitar on Enough of Me and Electric Acoustic Guitar on Central. That's interesting. they listed it as Electric Acoustic? I've listed it as that. Oh, right. So what do they list it as? That. Electric Acoustic. Wiki. Well, that would indicate there's no need to, you could just call it Acoustic Guitar. That kind of indicates that they want you to know that he's DI'd it. Well, an electric acoustic rather than guitar, up is well, guitar. an electric acoustic guitar is not an acoustic guitar. Well, it is it's not. to my mind, an electric acoustic gives you the option to to it has onboard pickups, mm. which are picking up the acoustic sound, and you can plug. You have a, a jack out of your guitar that plugs into the board, so that that's the D, that's the direct in. Direct in, that's the DI part of it. And um, the other way of doing that is to play the guitar and have a microphone in front of the, the sound hole to so be yes. picking it up. But that's not an electric acoustic guitar. No, that's, that's, that's an acoustic, acoustic guitar. guitar. Being played but to say he played an electric acoustic guitar is, well, is an odd phraseology. I think they just listed it as that, and therefore I listed it as that. And therefore we're now talking about it. So that's Johnny Marr. Flea was involved. He plays on Unreachable, which we're going to talk about. Okay. He played on God, which we're going to talk about. Ah, So we, this is a religious experience then. Yeah, life, death, religion... So what's this? Is this called Before the Beginning? That's Before the Beginning, yeah. So is this before the birth? Well... Is this the story of life? Yes, and I think the front cover talks to the story of life. Is Josh buried on on the cover? Is he below ground level? He appears to be below ground level. Uh, The way I read that is that we are all of this earth. Hmm. We are all created from the same elements... That that make make up everything around us, and therefore, when we die, we go back to the earth. And presumably, up in the top right-hand corner, that that structure there is the Empyrean. Yes, that's is that, that is that a Dante's out sort of there having a way over time. That's a heaven, the abode of God, the abode of God. Uh, and then in the mid, in the middle of of it, you've got Chante on a horse. Or something. I see our our our, our life, our, our days of living on Earth. Okay, I think there was reference on, when I had a quick look, about the Tree of Life as well on the front cover. So, okay, I'm going to... I mean, it's pretty deep, isn't it? I'm not sure yet, because I haven't listened to it. Is it? Don't know yet, I haven't listened to it. Right. But before the beginning, loved it.
1: Loved it. A a great
0: start. So let's just see what uh, what Seagird had to say about before the beginning. Before the beginning sets up a perfect mood for the album, as John just does what he's best known for, which is to be, com- which is to completely express his emotions through his guitar for about ten minutes straight. What's crazy about this track is if you close your eyes and let the music carry you away, those will be the fastest ten minutes of your life. Everything from the effects on the guitar to Josh's drum work to the subtle electric piano give this gives this track its well earned beauty. Moments such as moments such as around six thirty two, where, yay, time stamps. Where John is just making his guitar scream is just a flood of emotions. This is just honestly such a beautiful track and the entire piece flows so well. I could not choose a better opener, opening track for this masterpiece of an album. Ah, there so we there's go. Carlos coming at it from the heart. Thank you very much for, for that, Carlos. And we'll oh. see what else you have to say as this episode progresses. Yeah, and I, I imagine you can... Picture yourself lying naked on Drunk, bed, lying right. naked and drunk with eyes closed Listening to that Yes, I, I can Good Okay Well, that, that's, that's a, that's that's a strong start A strong start What's next? Next up uh, so, Oh, Song to the Siren Okay, so this is not a Freshante song No, this is a song Well, should we listen to it and then talk about it? Then we'll come back Yeah Long
1: flow On shipless ocean
0: we come achingly beautifully out of song to the siren mm. sam let's just touch upon your sponsorship here because I, I think i couldn't believe it Ben. i could not believe no it. no and i you can hear it in my voice i'm taken aback myself i was contacted just this very day by craft siren brew wow oh god a DDH Soundwave IPA. What does it mean? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> However, I couldn't believe it. It's a lovely can. Before you open it, let me look at the can. You can, uh, yes. It yeah, give can it to me. Oh, yeah, oh, fine. Yeah. You don't just want to and look at no, something. No, because t- it's, it's a, it, what's it, it's textural. It is. What's the word uh, for when, when, you, when something is, has? It's, uh, oh, my God. That word. Yes. What is the word? Anyway, give tactile. it back. Tactile. It's tactile. It's tactile. I'm not gonna yet. I have no. to say it's one of the most beautiful cans no. I've ever seen in my life. And is I it? must Christ. recommend <laughs> I must recommend the Craft Siren <laughs> oh, uh, Give it back before you stick this <laughs> can before out I have your a fugasm over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to open it now. Just Traditional to, just to sounding. clarify. I, Traditional I, sounding. I, I would not never do that with a can. <laughs> no, not with a can. Um, here we go. I'm going to apply some to the mouth. Ooh. Mm. That's the face of man who says the can might be beautiful, but the flavour. No, no. It's it's quite earthy. Okay. Is that good um, or bad? It's not. It's neither. Okay. Actually. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, I uh, I'm just going to... Uh, he's going to have to try it again, yeah, he's deeply unsure. Not, and not this su- might be problematic, because it's a big can. Not, yeah, not sure. <laughs> Slightly prickly mouthfeel. Right, that's the, first, that's the first use of that. Actually, flavour-wise, uh, underwhelming. Really? Um, Maybe but, that's why they make the, the can so tactile. Yeah, but it's but certainly not unpleasant. Percentage-wise? Five. Wow. Uh, well, that's fairly average. Hmm. That's sessionable. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's sessionable. It's slightly above session. So slightly above sessionable. I've got in my hand here a, a can of Brewdog Planet <laughs> Pale Ale, which I'm also drinking at this, this moment. And this is sessionable, 4.3. Yeah. So I'm glad to uh, inject a little bit more into the old blood sugar. A little bit of old spice. But no, there we go. Siren, Craft Siren Brew, mm. DDH Soundwave IPA. Beautiful can, mediocre flavour. Yeah. But um, perfect for this song, I'm sure you will agree. I couldn't agree more. And coming off my first listen, what a song. What a song. I have to say this to you, Sam. Why have you never insisted that I listen to this album before? He's two for two here, this young man, John Fashante. Absolutely, he is. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. This is, of course, a song written by Tim Buckley to a poem by Larry Beckett. Right. That's, that's my kind of research. That certainly is. Uh, it's taken from the 1970 album Star Sailor. Do you think that's where the band Star Sailor I got their name? I assume so. And I love Star Sailor's first album. You did used to play that a lot back in the day. I did. I insisted you listen to that, but not this. This is a journey of self-discovery, and it has to be discovered by oneself. That's why you didn't recommend it to me. Yes. Carlos says, a haunting rendition of Tim Buckley's song... For the Simon, yeah, to, the Simon, to a poem by Larry Beckett. Where John's vocals are just dripping in this effect, to almost make his voice sound like an organ. Not to mention the beautiful psychedelic landscape that John paints with gentle synths, effects, and of course the electric piano. One of my favourite moments in this album is around 218 when a gentle acoustic guitar can be heard. Ugh. It's so subtle that it adds so much serenity to this track. I'm sure that you noted that it's, as well. I did. It's easy to get lost in this world, in this world John creates with his instruments, especially as his voice blends in so perfectly with the backing track. Truly one of my favourite renditions of this song. I think I thought this was absolutely beautiful. Sam, I have to make it a quick announcement. I've got to stop doing the podcast. I thought while well, I was listening to that, I've got to go to doctors to get my goosebumps medication. <laughs> ah, yes. Now I've got an outstanding prescription for goosebumps <laughs> medication. <laughs> I'll, t- you know t- I'll, I'll use that one then. Yes. Quite right too. Dreamlike organ, atmospheric sounds. What a landscape he paints here. A distant. A distant yet strong vocal delivery. Oh, this is this, this is what was giving me the goosebumps initially. The pu- the power of his voice. Yeah, it's it's that classic Fashione hollow sounding voice. Zero twenty six, wonderful chest voice. Ah, oh, it's this is the this is one of my this has gone straight into I knew my top like five Fashione vocal deliveries. I knew you'd like it. It's outstanding. You can hear those classic R's. Yeah. In the way he's delivering this, where it's coming from. This is a reminder of John's vocal ability. Mm. Tender, powerful, the range, the feeling. The range? Yes. For frames and gaffer tape. Exactly, for all your needs. Now, 0.58, almost nothing but vocals, incredibly emotive. Mm. I'll, I'll pick up on what you've said about how emotive it was. It almost moved me to tears yeah. on my first listen. I mean, that's close. Well, it was close. Yeah, And that's a motive.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, it's, it's maybe what
0: you meant to say. Sure. But yeah, wonderful voice. Love the twinkly keys. You've yeah. got that kind of twinkly piano. You've got the wonderful electric piano towards the end. Completely agree with what Carlos said when that um, acoustic guitar comes in. It's absolutely great. Love the simplicity of the bass in this song as well. It's mm. not... It's not Overworking, it's just supporting the song. Who's who's doing what here? Then do we know? No. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Is Flea playing bass on this, for example? Is no. it Clingy? Is no, it John? If it was, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's unknown. It's unknown. It's unknown, everyone. <laughs> it's unknown. But it, yes, it's a great song, and yes, it's a, it's a beautiful experience. But the messages here are serious. Okay. what As what, far as I'm concerned, what are the messages then? Because I haven't picked up on, on that first lesson. For me, and possibly I could be right here, I could be wrong, this is a song about the struggle of life. Perhaps the inevitability of not being able to rediscover the relative tranquility (laughs) of youth. Have you written that down? (laughs) Fair enough. It might be, I don't know. (laughs) But if we're thinking about this as a journey... We are. It's song two, is this where he's being born? Is this his, is this his youth? Or is he lost at his youth and he's yearning for that relative tranquility? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've written here, possible womb experience. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's... that's given that the, the previous song was called Before the Beginning, yes. this might be the, the, the very moment of birth. Vocal effect, sl- the slight doubling, the sound travelling and re-entering... Into the womb. Okay. I mean, this is really going deep. Yeah. I Also, the, vo- the, the voice is so vulnerable here. Yeah. So you could use that as something that's analogous. I don't, analogous I don't think for, that's right, by the way. What I just like the, the vulnerability of youth and the, the, and the, you know, the yen, the yearning for the relative tranquility. But <laughs> what I will say, what I, what I must say is here, there's, there's times here when the vocal... Feels like it's... <laughs> this is why I don't make notes. It's <laughs> too- a great value. A great value. Great value. The delivery sometimes when John's really going for it sounds maxed out on the on the recording. Not like he's pushing his voice too far, but that it's slightly distorting. Yeah, now, that's an interesting choice. Did you did you do you find that when you listen to it? I know I know what you mean. I mean the the, the vocal effects on this on these four the five songs that we're going to focus on. Are incredible and remarkable because they're all different, but they all bring so much to and are central to each song. Well, on this one here, what I was hearing was it sounds like on the board it's been pushed. It's being pushed into the red, yes. so it's being pushed past the point where it's where, where, where it would normally be clean. Yeah. vocal and it's going into a, into distortion, which is an Should, interesting choice, but shouldn't work. And it's the no, thing that you, you generally try to avoid. avoid. Well, exactly. But, you know, we normally try and avoid some things that on occasion are acceptable. Well, and dirty it up. Make a yeah. mistake. Leave it in. Should I live amongst the breakers or lie with death my bride? Hmm. Should I stand amongst the breakers, he says, or lie with death my bride? And this is where I think we're ta- we are talking potentially about life and death. Okay. The siren is is death itself is it because for me sirens and I know the spelling might no I think the spelling of sirens in mythology is the same here I was thinking of the Red Dwarf episode where there's sirens that's spelled with P yeah. I think but the sirens are, are the creatures that lure you in through their song well exactly we, we think of um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou yeah um, where do me away don't be my baby Oh, my baby, oh, my baby, you and me and the devil makes me... Do you remember that scene from *Oh Brother? Uh, Vaguely. Yeah, beautiful. They're the sirens, they're they're singing people to the rocks. Exactly, and this is the same thing. Actually, I've just realised that in O Brother, they're sat on the rocks in the middle of the river. Hey, well done, the Coen brothers. But life itself here is in question. Is it easier... To stand stand amongst the breakers. The struggle of life. Because, let's be honest, life isn't always straightforward. No, it's not, mate. Or is it easier to lie with Death My Bride? This is serious shit, man. Honest answer, not sure. At this point. Maybe as I continue to experience the album, I'll get a clearer vision of this.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, big questions. Tim Buckley. from I know the poem was by... The poem was by Larry Beckett. But it's just an unbelievable and, and another fully immersive experience. Yeah, fantastic. Really enjoyed this. The Whisper, Here I Am. Yeah. Is that John whispering? Oh, oh I think so. I've, I've I've, always assumed it was him, and it's a very nice touch. I'm so glad that Carlos picks up on that little bit of guitar, and I know you did. Yeah, I, I wrote Akko in. I mean, it's just that level of detail, that attention to detail, that attention to creative detail, yeah. which sets JF apart from Actually, other Actually, the comes in and is quite, and is quite prominent for that first, as it first comes in. Then it does sit back amongst the mix a lot more and you kind of have to really listen for it to pick it out amongst, amongst the soundscapes. So 206, Oh My Heart. Oh yeah, that's Oh that. My Heart. Yeah, R.E.M. R.E.M. I've written R.E.M. Nick. Ah, Nick, our brother in brother. brother Nick, who, who will be listening to this. Hello, Nick. God bless you. Indeed. We love you. We do love him. And uh, that was just a little... A little tribute, maybe. A from, tribute from Larry Beckett. Directly, yeah, through John Fischante, from Larry Beckett. Well, no, through John Fischante, through Tim Buckley, through Larry Beckett. From Larry Beckett. To Nick. Yes. So it's, um, well, it's been a long time coming, because mm. that obviously came out in 1970. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's pre-me. Yeah, so that must By some be, distance. must be a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, as puzzled, 220, as puzzled as a newborn child. Again, going back to that beginning of life. Okay, okay. Look, we can see, I think, where this is fitting in on the journey. But it, do, it does. It fits in in the, the overall tapestry of the album. Is that why it was included or is it just a great song? That John wanted to put on. Well, are there any maybe more, both? Are there any more covers on this album? No. Okay, so there's a reason why he picked that particular song, and there's a reason why he he chose to put it in the track listing it's at a, that particular position. Yeah, so I mean, it must be significant. must be significance to that. Yeah. But to see you almost move to tears mm. and requiring completely covered in the goosebumps, yeah, you know, is is incredible. And I thought this could go one of two ways. Go on you'd either embrace it as fully as you have or you'd reject it. I find it when we do it on a Chile's podcast, it's safer to embrace stuff. <laughs> True, but it's genuine. No, no, you're quite right. We are always honest and what people have. A lot of different people have messaged us or emailed us saying what they appreciate. One of the things they appreciate about the podcast is the fact that if we don't think something's good, then then we, we won't yeah, say it we're not just going like, to... Smokes. We're not just blowing S up their A's. Okay, <laughs> so. Confusing. Great stuff, great stuff. Really enjoyed that, Song to the Siren. Song three we are moving into is Samuel. Ben. You don't mind if I call you Ben, dear? Uh, not at all. Uh, unreachable. Okay. Is it, or is it God? Hang on. A- hang on. Problems, it's... It's unreachable. unreachable. It's unreachable. Oh. Well, it's become slightly more confusedly out of Unreachable. Sam, I'm going to give you Carlos' thoughts first. Okay, thank you. And I use slightly more confusedly only as my own reaction straight away. Sure. Carlos puts Unreachable is truly where the album picks up begins to pick up, in my opinion, as we move away from the slower paced first two tracks and move into more single-worthy material, so to say. I mean, where can I start with this track? When you listen to this track with headphones, John's vocals are not in sync with each other as one channel falls just a few milliseconds behind the other. Vocal, yes. Vocals adding a psychedelic feel to the song, as if John's vocals are, are kind of tripping. Can I just say this? Yes. Double-tracked vocals slightly delayed on the left ear. Fantastic. That's what I put. You and Carlos are on the same page. Yeah. I believe Flea plays a bass on this track and he absolutely kills it. I mean, the melodic playing truly complements everything that is going on around it. John's vocals on this song are so otherworldly too, even aside from all the effects he has on his voice throughout the track. The absolute primal yell at 226. Is that where I wrote down the timestamp? I put 229, so yes, probably we going to be about the same, same place. One. yeah. Adds so much to the progression of the track into one of my absolute favourite solos from John Anthony MF. That's motherfucking Frusciante. One word. The way the guitar solo progresses into the end of the song just steals a spotlight from the first half. The way Flea's bass just harmonises with John's guitar solo is so magical. I mean, I will say that I, I, I will look forward to listening to this song more than once in order mm. to pick up on these kind of finer details. Well, Last I did th- offer you a second listen. You turned uh, it down. We, well, what have we said? It's one listen and out. I know, Ben. It is the way. Lastly, I love how John modulates his guitars towards the end of the song and proceeds to layer another guitar solo on top of the modulated guitar tracks. It's so fucking emotional and well-produced. It easily takes a song from a great song to an incredible song, one of my favourite cuts from this album, for sure. I find that interesting because that's the reaction, that's Carlos' reaction. It's a man who has clearly imbibed this album numerous, numerous times. Mm. I'm a man who has imbibed it zero, and has just imbibed that song for the first time. Talk me through your thoughts, and then we'll we'll have a think about your where thoughts. I'm coming from. Yeah. Well, it's another another incredible journey, and it's another example of starting from a very low key base and ending with just an incredible build and an incredible listener experience. I like Carlos. I absolutely love that song. It's it's. Everything that Carlos has pointed out, the production john 's vocals, the flea's playing, Josh is playing the atmospheric experience that he builds the transitions because there's it's a long song, and it goes from place to place, yeah, yeah. and yet he moves so effortlessly and so professionally and seamlessly. It's unbelievable. I didn't. I didn't find that there was a hook to the song. No, no, that's the, no. Because no. you said it moves from section to section. I didn't feel that. Like for example, there's a bit to me that sounds like Carvel quite earlier on. It's like ding, 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 yeah, ding, 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 ding. That's Carvel. But it was it was very similar. To, it put me in mind of Carvel. That's the bit where the bass guitar is going absolutely crazy, huge bass slides. Yeah, really interesting. And I thought, oh, maybe they're going to go back to that. Maybe that's the hook. No, there is no hook, and, and they and they and they don't, and that's you know there was a hook obviously to before the beginning. It was the sort of repetitive guitar line, but again that was that was more about the musical journey. This uh, this for, um, um song to the siren is is by its very nature more of a songy length song. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean, but this is not again. This is this is an extended. Sh- I hesitate to say stream of consciousness. But it has that feel to it. You know, you go with it. You you start in one place, you end at the end. But in order to get there, you don't really know where you've been. You just know that it was No, that is that is pretty much how I feel at the moment. You've you've summed that up quite well, actually. The beginning was obviously the beginning. The end is obviously the end. I know I've gone on the journey, but I don't quite know how I got there. Exactly. Because... Well, that, I think that is a product of only ever hearing the song once before in my life and now doing a podcast about it. But but but, but, so, but, but, but there isn't that repeated hook. You're not going back yeah. to a chorus. No, no, that's right. I mean, forgive me for putting words in your mouth, but would I be correct in thinking that you enjoyed yourself in that six and a half minutes? Yes, but it was an interesting one for me. I, when it started, I thought, this is queasy. I'm feeling queasy. And both you and Carlos have picked up on the fact that the there's the, the delay. Yeah the delayed vocals are possibly what's doing that. Later on, there's when the, the when there's the lead guitar, yeah, that's that. delayed across the ears as well. Is that that really sort of noodly section? Yeah. And that's delayed across the ears. First of all I thought it was two guitars across the ears. Yeah. But actually I think it's just it might just be one guitar with a delay effect on panned, hard oh, yeah, panned. Yeah. Um but there's a great build at the end into that kind of mad yeah, s- mad that, section where it all kicks off. That organ. You have Yeah, that's quite Doorsish. But before that, it goes into it all goes it all goes a little bit crazy. There's a repeated guitar line in the right ear, which I liked. Mm. Then that organ comes in, and I thought playing chords, and I thought that was quite cool. That's really builds it nicely. Ironically, I liked it even though it sounded a bit like the Doors. Well, you do secretly like the Doors. Well, I call them the Paws, as you know. So make of that what you want. Publicly on on podcasts. What would you call your Doors podcast? We've talked about this before. Riders well, on the Storm? No, it would just have to be called the Doors of Perception, wouldn't it? Ah, uh, you said that was what you said last time. Yeah, I, I said why don't you call it the the Paws? Yeah, well no, that's a dog podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not just a dog podcast. It could be cats, big cats, big dogs. That's true. Bears, um, skunks, yeah, uh, raccoons, all of those rodents. Uh, yeah, any crocodiles? I don't think they have paws. <laughs> Well they have feet? Who knows? What would you call it? what would you call a I know what I'd call a crocodile podcast? I'd call it would it be about crocodiles doing songs? Rock songs. No. Okay, I'd call that crocodile rock. Of course. <laughs> yes. What yeah. would you that's call a it? that's a different podcast. That, that's Milton John slash crocodile. I'd call <laughs> it podcast. I'd call it scaling the heights. Really? Was that so, about is that about um, mountaineering? Crocodiles? No, that's about crocodiles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they've got scales, aren't <laughs> they? Yeah, they're rock climbing crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh, you got it. You got it. <laughs> 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 I it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, it was pretty obvious. Wasn't it? Okay, so I think this will, I think this will grow it on will, me. And cause, this cause is why I, like. I wanted to offer you the second. No, listen. And I say no. No, 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 yeah, I understand. You said no, but I wanted to offer you the second listen because it's a complex listening experience. I don't fully understand it now. I don't think me listening to that song one more time and then coming here and talking about it. Well, is, I think it would have d- potentially doubled your experience. It would have. It would, have d- it would technically have doubled the amount of times I listened to it. Yeah. But I quite like the fact that y- you come in off it and it's, it's initial reactions. Yeah, I like that too. I, d- I don't like the way the guitar does an up-down slide at the end. Oh, I like that. No, I, I don't. It th- really, a- really doesn't suit the rest of the song. It uh, like, yeah, it's a shame because I, I do like that. I like that little noise. Anyway, good vocal delivery from John, I thought. Oh, you must have liked some of those primaries. Oh, the bigs. The yeah. bigs, yeah. That's classic for Chante. Yeah, And the drums, I thought, again, felt quite record collection era, clingy style of playing. Yeah, oh, definitely. But also, I think at times they, they really serve the song well. You know, this is not just Josh turning up. No, no. Josh is a great... He's an integral part of this album. Yeah. It's a, John Fischonte's name is on it, but Josh Klinghoffer is just, just like he is with all of the albums he plays on. He is integral. But there's so, there's so much uh, keyboards here, piano, keys, organs, that, that presumably Josh has played the majority of that kind of stuff. Yeah, from what you you right. From what you listed yeah, yeah. earlier. God, I haven't even read any of my notes. Go for it. Shall I give you my timestamps? Yeah. One Minute Dead, great gravel. Okay. Pick up in pace, instruments tight and groovy. Mm. Great drums throughout, JK. Yeah. And again, synonymous with JF sound throughout this period. More vocal effects, 132, left ear, high backing, awesome and varied. 155. Oh, yes, yeah, no, I'll stop you there. That's great, um... The one I wrote one time, so I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, one time octave up, and and not just octave up variations on the theme. So brilliant, very very good, brilliant. And and this is a six and a half minute track. There's so much, there's so much creativity. This guy is, and I was reading a thing that Chad said. uh, John is the best pure musician he's ever played with, Mm. and he is a pure musician. He lives. To create music. And in 2009, he was at the very height, I believe, of, of his creative power. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, I, now... I get now, what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Within, within that kind of era, you know, he was, he was in the Chili's. Yeah. He'd, he'd produced, by the way, where, you know, he'd, he'd gone from, say, base camp... Californication, where he'd just come back into the band. Yeah, to really and lead it, to being the Sherpa leading them up the mountain. To being that Sherpa. Who's the most famous Sherpa? Sherpa Tenzing. And, once again, it comes back round to the crocodile scaling the mountains. Yes. yes. Scaling the heights. Was he, w- is he a crocodile? Almost certainly not. No, but he has scaled the heights. Yes. So, what would your podcast be that was about John That John Frusciante, we can make a programme actually, it doesn't need to be a podcast. No. It's a documentary about John, yeah, John Shante climbing Mount Everest. Mount Everest with a crocodile. <laughs> 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 I'd, I'd, probably, I'd probably just keep it simple in <laughs> and self-explanatory. John Fashantay a crocodile <laughs> no, climbing Everest. Scaling the heights
1: with, with John Fashantay <laughs> yeah. and a crocodile. Well, no, the crocodile's, and the crocodile's covered in
0: the first... Fine. Because when you say Scaling the Heights, everyone thinks, oh, yeah, it's going that, that to puts... be another crocodile show. Oh, yeah, another crocodile climbs a mountain <laughs> show. Yeah, <laughs> but when you say with Jean Franchante, you're clearly then stating it's a crocodile and, and a world-class yeah. musician. OK, got it. <laughs> well, the, the, the most pure musician. Yeah, the, so Chad said that, and songs like this and, and that little bit of acoustic guitar, you know, all these little extra features and flourishes that catch the ear constantly when you're lying naked on a bed. Go on. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but do keep talking. It will. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Can can I just put a shout-out for someone listening to this podcast, if anyone is listening, to do us a promotional image for Scaling the Heights with John uh, yes. John Frusciante Climbs Mount Everest with a Crocodile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to he, see what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, I was going to say he doesn't carry the crocodile, but he might No, be. they both got together. Yeah. A, a, a man and crocodile in unison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As one. Well, as two, really. <laughs> <laughs> crocodile slash man. Uh, <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Enjoyed that one. Enjoyed that one. I think that'll be a grower. Yeah, 2.30, we're off. Uh, Time <laughs> tingles, vocal supremacy over in. 2.30, yeah. That, well, that, that's where I put 2.29, yeah, the huge yeah, voice. Yeah. And, of course, Carlson, noted that as well. All of J.O.'s vocal ability, fantastic, on display, mesmeric musical exhibition. Basically, it's brilliant. Cool. Sorry, you caught me a mouthful. I thought you were going to talk for longer. I no problem. 4.55, the song's second coming. Ah, interesting that's choice, choice of Bills, phrase. organ. Interesting Guitar choice Guitar crescendo. yeah okay what more is there to say that's it it's brilliant it's called Unreachable it's track three on the Empyrean so far would you say three for three I mean yes I mean this one is the one that I'm going to have to go back to 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 get the enjoyment out of it the first two to me were instant classics this one not so much at this stage but I'm sure it'll grow on me I reckon it will be especially in a in a when you're in that particular state of undress. What, well, nude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. I, I might not listen to it the way you do. I don't always listen to it naked. No, sure. Just most of the time. Well, the, prob- the the thing I find is strip yourself back to, you know, I'm taking myself back to, I'm trying to get back to the womb. Ah. And I can't. But I came out naked. And by God, you're going to go back in naked. Yeah, I'll try to. So- come hugely powerfully out of God by John Freshante from the album The Empyrean. Let's take Carlos' thoughts first, shall we? Yes, I think we should always start with Carlos. This is one of those songs that starts in one place and takes off into so many different parts that you don't know where the hell it's going to end. My God, the strings on this song are simply phenomenal. Agreed. They simply work so well with the electric piano and John's angelic voice throughout this track. I love how the song progresses and really gets more and more intense as it go, as it goes on. I really love those classic John yells throughout the first the last half. There's just so much an emotion in what he's shouting. Aside from that, the drumming is so hypnotic and intense, reminding me of why I love hearing Josh behind the kit. This song also has one of my some of my favourite lyrics from John in a song period. Now I'm gonna have to go back to that for myself because it's difficult. I found it difficult to pick up on the lyrics, mm. um, but. You might know a bit more about that. Well, I actually don't because I haven't normally when I listen to music normally, it's particularly during the C D era, I used to hold the book and read it yeah. along. Yeah. Haven't done that with this, so not totally sure on the lyrics. Well <laughs> Carlos says it's so straightforward about his perspective on God and he does it in such a unique way. So actually I think it'd be worth exploring mm. because it sounds like it's integral to the to, to the emotional in a minute it really took me some time to fully wrap my head around this song but once you get it it's easily one of the highlights from this album I feel as if it's a low-key underrated cut but man it really just showcases what John can do with just a John did I call him Don? <laughs> Don. John can do with just a few instruments Carlos thank you again for your input fantastic let's just go away now and controversially look at the lyrics
1: mm. oh. That's
0: Okay, and back from checking out the lyrics. Um, it seems to be from a God's eye perspective. Some some nice lyrics, some nice lines. I hear I hear all your prayers because I'm each one of you. Creation's not something I did; it's something that I do. It's nice. That's yes. Yeah. So so there is. I mean, people can check out and make of the lyrics themselves. It's not normally something we focus on so much, but you can see that it's a Frusciante's eye perspective as well of what's going on, perhaps. Flee on bass here. I'd have to say, the bass wasn't one of the things that, that sprang out to me on this one. No, well, perhaps not, but it, it's another instantly lush canvas of audio delights. Well, it's, it is, actually. Such depth. And I think a lot of it comes from the organ, uh, the piano... I'm looking for a a piano, a piano. A piano. Yes, a piano. Not any of your piano, just one one that makes makes you dance. dance. Indeed. Yeah, again, there's a lot going on vocally, musically. Did you pick up on the almost classic John Fischante counting? One. One. I mean, come on. One. And then he cuts himself off. (laughs) I think that's taken directly... That's (laughs) the ante to what we were talking about last time (laughs) when they're doing the long counts. Yeah. I'm convinced it's. It. Might, I think it might be the um, one two. Do you think he's re- he's reneging? The, um, uh, the past received. I think it might be di- 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 taken directly from that. <laughs> I mean, I. As I listened to it, one. I, he cut off, and I tried to count with him, yeah. to see what pace was getting. He's obviously coming in, but there's no point just doing one because you don't set the pace. And you no. have to do at least two. <laughs> <laughs> like you do one, yeah, it's very good. You can do one, two, and then stop because you've got the pace. Yes, yes, yes. But once we're in, the, I think something that is definitely worth talking about is the variation in his vocal approach to the first four lines. Oh, it's superb. I've, I've Great high delivery into the low end of the line. That's right, and he he, he mixes it up. I've put um, from head, so falsetto, to his his kind of semi-mixed nasally voice. Yeah, it's not all the way down there. No, and then he goes to, to full mixed on the second one, and then down to chest on the last one. Very, very good. Excellent. Well, great analysis. Is chest as low as you can go? Well, the chest contains the the, the low notes. Yes. So, okay. Okay. So, nasal head is up. Head is for. Mix. What, what am I doing here then? If I'm going. Yeah. Where's that's that head? So falsetto.
1: False
0: Sounds just the a same.
1: Hang on. Yeah. La
0: la la. But the best just way. You Singing notes. Well, the best la. way to do it. La. The, the best <laughs> way to do it is to do it all in one. So. Okay. so there that that's
1: oh, oh,
0: yeah so oh, then you've gone down to full, then, so then you're oh, right oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the skill is or what the thing I found most difficult was that mix so oh, yeah okay so that's gonna Okay, which is full. Try that again. Oh, no, No, you, see, yeah, you you didn't mix at all, I fucking mix you. But the, what I was taught to do, yeah, yeah try but, to get down in one go. Yeah, just do yeah, it. as hard. No, it's not. You just do it as a thing. So, well, I've I tried. So you go. You see, uh, I didn't do it there. Anyway, no. what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, vocally, great delivery at the beginning. Yes, and great variation. And that's, that's the, the... I think that one of the things that catches my eye about this album is the experimentation, the, the artistic freedom, but also the artistic attention to detail. Yeah, absolutely. I th- on this song particularly, it's got a tone to it that I actually found quite uncomfortable at times at the beginning. I was listening to it thinking, this is, this is quite dark. And actually, if John's talking about God, the Empyrean, the abode of God, these things are the lighter side of life in theory. Actually, the, the tone of this song, especially at the beginning... I found quite difficult to deal with. Christ, I and, didn't pick up on that. You look normal. Yeah, well, it, was, it, was, it was an internal battle. <laughs> it was. it was an internal struggle. I, I could, if you'd said, I would have offered you some some, some support, support. Yeah, the Vox across the years are getting delayed. Yeah. Uh, are they, though? Yeah, well, they sounded delayed. I thought, what, just semi-sonically. Yeah, whatever that means. semi sonics another band. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> One hit wonders... What was it? Um, secret smile. Secret smile. Yeah. Don't you know? No, that's. Um, Nobody knows it, <laughs> but you got a secret smile, and you keep, keep it only for me. Yeah.
1: La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs>
0: people, people, people. I've written down. Does he repeat people three times at one point? Possibly. Conceivably. I you can't don't... imagine you would have written it if he didn't. Introduction of the low... There's some very low but powerful low strings on the, on the keyboard, I'm presuming. Yes. Which really, again, pull out the darker side of the... Give it that darker tone. That sinister? I'm, yeah, Latin for left-handed, I believe. Really? I mean, you said it oddly. It's actually said sinister. <laughs> I know. I said it oddly, purposely. Sinister? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, did that it, I got it. I did that on purpose, but you took it on board yeah. straight away. <laughs> um, yeah, something to do <laughs> with being left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> then you've, again here, and this is obviously an artistic choice. I didn't doubt it in the song earlier on, in Song to the Siren, when the vocal is deliberately being pushed into the red. Mm. It's, it is a classic for Chante sound from that kind of inside of emptiness, the will to death kind of era the pushed vocal, the big screens that yes. really letting it all hang out. Really, really works. Max overdrive on the Vox I've put. Um, wah, I've got some good wire work at the end, just fast um, toe-to-heel work. Not necessarily using it for the tonal characteristics as much as uh, it's more of a rhythmic uh, thing yeah. that it's yeah. being used yeah, for, a chop- right. like a choppy sound. Yeah, yeah. And I've made a note here that there's more... Flawless transitions between those first four... I'm going back to... The, sorry, going back to the beginning. The first four lines and then into the body of the song. The way these songs are written, they flow so well. The, and the drums and the organ are all linked into this. So it's not just John, it's, it's Josh's work, it's... please work. The other musicians. And then his use of falsetto singing as a lead vocal, which we've come to appreciate from him, of course. Yeah. But it is unusual. It's, you, you put yourself... It's not particularly for the male voice, I don't think, something that is... No, it's not done very can often. be powerful either. No. And yet he... he. Maybe it's because we listen to a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers and a lot of John's music that we accept it and, and take it for granted and something that, that we recognise, but, uh, but it's know. not a usual thing. It's not a it? usual thing you to do. No, you don't hear you don't hear it across the other four bands, the other three bands I know so much. <laughs> no, you don't. I think it might be because Axel can get Axel and Gary get up high that naturally, and Stipey don't bother. They do, but they don't. They don't sing their songs. In, that, in know, that space, in, in that, that vocal space. In that way that, that he's doing here. No. It's, it's a very Frusciante thing to do, and it's, it's lovely the way he does it, but it is unusual. Well, that guy that you like on YouTube, the vocal coach, he's not going to do a couple of videos on John Frusciante's vocal ability unless he has significant vocal ability. Oh, absolutely. And what's he called, David Lipe? Uh Chris. Chris Lipe. Yeah, I mean, I, I call him David.
1: Well, uh, I got no. You call him Chris. Yeah.
0: I call him David. <laughs> you do, yeah. He, he, that's very true, actually. Yeah, and he's a skilled vocal coach, and he he explored how John Frusciante sings. Yeah, and you're right. Other people don't attack the don't attack the lines in the way that John no. John does, and they certainly don't use that method of singing as as the you know the lead vocal style. No, it, it it's. Uh, As I said, I think it's something that we're used to Mm. and something I love. I love it as well. That is one of the things that when you first introduced me to John Frusciante, and you introduced me in quite an intense way, in as much as I couldn't be with you or be in the same house as you or know you Mm. or be on the same planet as you without being force-fed John Frusciante record collection. Well, that was the. good... And of course, Warner Brothers wasn't Shadows. Warner Brothers. Shadows was Warner Brothers, of course. Yeah. Uh, and there was earlier stuff, but the prime period was from Shadows to Curtains. Yeah, I was doing you a service. You certainly That's were. For sure. You certainly were. One fifty-two, right ear, low-level guitar layer building. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is. There's a couple of bits um, as the guitars come in, and then the keys come in in the other ear. Yeah. And it's quite a, an archaic, uh, not archaic, and anarchic approach ah no that's something you don't want to get confused rather than being quite old it's quite (laughs) it's quite crazy yeah Um, so it's quite screwed up guitars yeah and then the keys come in as well and it you're right it's layer building i love it yes anything else 237 sudden slowdown so well executed and this i think you can you can apply to a lot of these songs you forget what you're expecting Don't try and anticipate what you're expecting with these songs because it almost certainly won't happen. But what does happen is that you instantly become moved and enveloped. Well, I think what you just. By the next phase of the song. You've just mirrored, um, much like General Reflection does, what Carlos has said. This is one of those songs that starts in one place and takes you into so many different parts that you don't know where the hell it's going to to end. Yeah, exactly. And that that, that is so true. Mm. Are I you? mean, incisive work from the new ambassador. I think you'll agree. I do agree. Good. Good. Now, what's next? Next up, dark and light. Dark slash light. Dark, dark slash dark light. Dark and light. Like light control light. slash release. Dark light. Oh, of course. Well, when I was at uh, A level, I was at Brockenhouse College. When you were at A yeah. <laughs> <At A-level> level? Yeah. At A level level. <laughs> yes at brockenhurst College. what does it stand for academic level well o level and a level um it was o levels and it changed to a level oscillating level and ul- alternating level <laughs> yes so at- they're types of motor yeah or current i'm not really sure oh current yes i did a painting called dark lights okay that's all i've got to say on that and we now move on to dark Lights. dark slash light Dark/light. Oh, ah. become... I don't, don't know how we came out of that one. And I, I don't know how we came out of that one. Dark light. Wow. What an experience for a first listen. As you can tell, it's a difficult thing to get your head around on a first listen. The best way to listen to that... Is it naked on your bed while you drank. <laughs> In a dark room. Yeah, sure. It is Ben. it just so happens that it is okay we've got a job to do here we're here to analyse that song well no well some of us are well we both are yeah I mean mainly you I'm here to give my first reaction yeah but the best way to enjoy that song is, is not to overthink it let it wash over you let yourself enjoy without too much thought. That's that's the way I like to enjoy that song because, as you've experienced in first hand here, by the time you finished hearing the second half, you can't remember. Well, you know, I had to say to you, if I'm going to talk about the first half, I'm going to need to go back to listen to the first half again, but which is the first time. Yeah. Now, then, when I sat down, I said, but if I'm going to talk I about the second half, I'm, I'm going to need to go. But give yourself a that, burst of that. That's the beauty of the song. And I've written here it's yeah. a unique musical ride. It, it, night slash day, natural progression. You don't question as it starts to go dark every day and then darkness prevails. A, it, you, you don't then think, oh God, it, well, it was light before. No, but shall I tell you why I don't question that? Because it doesn't happen like someone's just turned the light switch off. There is an evolution to what happens. Ah, yes. But by the time you finish, by the time you finish this song, mm. the second half song seems two—perfectly natural. When you're listening to the first half, that seems perfectly natural. And by the way, I might say, stunning. You tried to say, "I'd be there." Yes. Uh, as we all know, that's how all songs now begin. How Eddie starts. Yes. But listening to the first half, it's it's moving. It's fantastic. It's Show stoppingly stunning by the end of the second half, you totally accept what's just happened, and you there is no room for question. There is, I'm going to question it. Okay, I on. question the validity of putting these two things together. Uh, uh, John's got his reasons, I'm sure. But I don't see how they match. And again, I'm not coming into this on the vocal take because you can't. Well, they're not supposed to. No, are no, they? because you can't. Maybe the vocals tie it together. Maybe there's an explanation for what's going on. I don't know. What does make sense to me is that it's called dark slash light, yes. and it's a, clearly a song of two halves. So that's okay. That's is perfect. the first half the dark? The second half the light? Yes. That works. I'll give him that. Sure. At least he's acknowledging that... So far we're on, we're on track. That, ...that it's a song of two halves, because it's a title of two halves. Yes. Um, long but you, perfectly look, judged oral experience, I've put. Have yes. you? Well, well, just the ending is long. The second half goes on for too long. Well, you say that. I do, because I think it does. <laughs> but when you're lying naked in a, <laughs> in a dark room, uh... as I have on many occasions... Right. It's not too long. Okay. You see, what we've been trained to expect from a musical experience is, okay, a three, a four, maybe a five-minute ride at, at most. To a certain extent. But if you want to fully engage in something like this...
1: Take close It has off. to be longer. <laughs>
0: right. Take your clothes off, go to bed. Take clothes <laughs> off, go to bed, close your eyes. After but drinking. Right. the fact that it's longer is not a negative. It, it it just it's it's part of what makes it so fully engrossing. I'm not saying that having a long song is a negative. I'm saying that the second half of this song doesn't have the variation. Yes, there's different things going on. You have some like that bass locks in on the ding 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 yeah. ding, ding ding something like that lead line, which is great. I love the way it returns to that main motif. And then, and then we'll extrapolate from there. Some interesting note placement on the, on the bits that aren't that main motif that were catching the ear slightly odd. So there's, there's variation there. There's variation as the, the kind of choir-based part is. Oh, we should uh, just give a shout-out to Donald Taylor and the New Dimension singers. I was going to ask who that was. Uh, backing vocals. And Lawrence Young. Now my question is, just just to finish that first point. Yes. Just kind of cutting in a John Frusciante solo work style, like an off on off on off part thing towards the end with those vocals, does not necessarily make for. It's not an excuse for making something last for however long it lasted for, which to me felt too long. As it went into that second part and the drum machine came in, there's a good call and response part. My question is, who's doing the response part? I don't, I didn't know, it's a different voice. It didn't sound like John, didn't sound like Josh. Uh, there's, there's a part... Answers before... simply cannot be given. No, but who was the, what did you just say to well, the Well, uh, are we saying it's either Lawrence Young or Donald Taylor in the New Dimension singers? Who was that first person? Uh, Lawrence Taylor. Might be Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Young. <laughs> might be Lawrence <laughs> Might be Lawrence <laughs> Young. I like that part, so I like calling responses on songs. You do. But we're really kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. We're going right to the end.
1: Did oh, have, yeah. Did,
0: I mean, you, did you have anything that you wanted to say, particularly about, uh, about the end? Because we're going to go back to the beginning well, and then the get back to the end. Uh, let's, let's start at the beginning. All right. Begin the beginning. It carries such gravitas. Look, I, 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 Could it be a musical number? And by that, I mean something for the stage. Uh, that's what it squeezes. Is that where to it puts me. you? Yeah, it does. It puts me in a theatre. So you think this belongs on stage? That, that surprises me. That's, that's where it put me. It, it... I have to say that this, to me, sounds a bit like the John Fischonte song, The Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, time last, because I just stopped the recording and said... Is that song called The Mirror or The Face in the Mirror? <laughs> and I'm immediately I'm Man course. in the mirror. <laughs> well, I'm talking about the man, man in the mirror. mirror. Well, I'm asking him to change his ways. Yeah. No message could have been any clearer. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make that change. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Should we It's gonna feel real good! <laughs> Shama, <Show me. laughs> uh, We were gonna do the extended version there, I think. If you oh, want to make the, the world a better place Take, take a, a look, look at yourself and then make the change You gotta, gotta get it right You gotta the, the time where you, you close your, your eyes. eyes And you close oh, your, your, your mind, mind I'm looking good to man in, in the mirror, mirror. Oh, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm asking, asking to him to change, to change. Yeah. his ways i oh. change No message could have been any clearer If you want to make the world again all right, that's the end song. We're not doing another oh, one. Oh, Christ, i just whacked my hand on some bamboo. What were we talking about? Oh, the mirror. <laughs> is it called The Face in the Mirror? Or no, the mirror? it's called The Mirror. Right. The, the piano line at the start of this sat, is reminiscent of the mirror. The piano. I'm, look, I'm looking for a piano! <laughs> is reminiscent of the mirror. <laughs> yeah. And also, there's some vocal, uh, some vocal themes and some vocal deliveries yeah. that also sound reminiscent of the Can mirror. Can I just say one word to you? Vulnerability. Is that where it puts you? Well, I think it's where John puts himself. Okay. Darian. I love the huge reverb, and then it moves into like a reverse effect. Or it might start as a reverse effect. But whatever that effect is, what I really, really liked about that on my first listen was the fact that there's moments where the effect is lost slightly and his voice comes through with more clarity. Yes. That was superb. IPV. What's that? Incredible production value. Yeah, I think this is. This is classic for Shantae, smothered in effects. Well, it is, but as you say, he is so cleverly illustrating that his voice is A, a voice. A one. But B, an instrument. B two. So you have moments and times in the song where his voice is just a noise, Mm. Perfectly in tune. Yeah, and B times where he is, as you say, breaking through with those clear lines of, of vocal. This is this very much takes me back to one of the other three bands that I like, REM. Yeah. Where <laughs> <laughs> on the early albums, Michael Stipe was listed as a vocal instrument rather mm. than singer, mm. because it was not necessarily. And for such an iconic lyricist as Michael Stipe is, and those early ones, he was more known as as an almost an effect. Yeah, exactly. Just something that was adding more well, layers. And that's what John's doing song. here. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible because it's so natural that when you li- when you listen to it, you don't necessarily register what's happening. You appreciate. The noise and the sounds that you're hearing. But in order to fully understand it, you have to break it down and you have to analyze it further. He is doing things here that are remarkable. I, I just think th- this song is incredible. The first half is so grand, the production values are off the scale. And then when you go into the second half, I mean, and, but, and, and as you say, by well, the time the second half finishes I think I said this you don't, you don't realise what's, what's happened but the, uh, uh, it's incredible and his vocal ability is on the show here he's I mean 2009 John Fashante was remarkable let's see what Seager's got to say about yeah, that yeah let's let's because I'm close to tears here I'm, I'm hey, requiring oh Christ, you got goosebuck medication I'm requiring goosebut medication I need an injection doctor Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad kiss and love in John <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. And that is a serious, that's a serious, that's a serious problem, problem. Yeah. You know, we talk about things like. <laughs> well, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> but then... <laughs> Carlos says. I'll stop here. Yeah. Carlos says, Dark Light starts off with a haunting, almost ghost-like effect on John's vocals, backed by a beautiful piano track. The lyrics are absolutely top tier. And there is just, as always, so much emotion behind the words that come out of John's mouth. Exactly. Second that, emotion. I absolutely love the descending piano line after each verse, which we haven't picked up on, but is a re- another really good but, point. Uh, by the way, this is a piano... You tried to say that you'd be there. This is a piano track, first and foremost. Uh, the first half. That's what it sounds like in the mirror. Yeah. I just absolutely love the descending piano line after each verse. It's perfect. And then there's the, uh, then there's the beat switch that features a drum machine, John's amazing falsetto and a choir... Angelic is such an understatement when used to describe this part of the song and onwards as it really sends you, as a listener, into another dimension. Yeah. That's a good John Frusciante word. Although it's completely different from the first half of the song, it just somehow works. Yeah. The last few minutes of the track showcase an incredible and melodic six-string bass solo from John Frusciante. I think he's playing a Fender... Oh, it's a Fender, a Fender, v, Fender v, v, v... Is it a Fender a Fender 11? VI. No, uh, probably uh, sit Fender 6 I've also written down here what a bass line yeah I mean it's, it's great we'll, 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 we'll get to that that bass line I've written uh, Seagird says it's quite rare to hear John playing this kind of um, bass solo yeah admittedly this might be one of my least favourite tracks on the album but even then I love this track to death it just shows how top notch the quality songs are throughout this album thank you again Seagird great analysis yeah it's a look I absolutely love that bass line it's so cool and it's the kind of stuff I like. I love playing the bass. You do because it's a liberation. It's a release from the confines of the guitar. Please release me, let me go. <laughs> but I love that kind of smooth, that kind of liquid bass playing. I think it's sort of ding yes, ding good. Ding good use of the word liquid. Yeah, thank you. Liquid silk. We said that for a while. Or Il- liquids ilk. TM. Yeah, and no, there we have it. Liquid silk. Although TM. we do still sell a lot of liquid silk produce well we do we do but that but we just don't say it so much anymore if you would like some liquid well liquid silk isn't our product that was already on the market so we changed it to lick you know liquid silk was on the market yes so we changed our lube to it's liquid not lube. silk it's not lube. liquid silk is yeah, Liquid silk. Is. What's Liquid silk Liquid silk is... is the, the swan's vocal delivery. Yes, it's, it's, it's just a, it's an idea more than... <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a concept. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Liqu- we do sell it. <laughs> Li- <laughs> liquid silk TM. <laughs> yeah. The concept yeah. is for sale. It is. And I don't know, what sort of measure do we use? Well, wait, it's di- a, a litre? So. A litre? Well, that makes a- it sound like a lube again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, well, a tonne A tonne <laughs> <laughs> ton of liquid tm Yeah, and and it's on sale for a tonne for. Well, it goes up and down. See, that, that, no, it's bad news if if we sell it by a, a measurement of a tonne, then we have to ship that a tonne of something somewhere. <laughs> okay, so that's well, too expensive. Well, let's sell it by something much lighter. Well, let's sell it by it's, con, it's a concept. Yeah, what it is, yeah. it's an empty box. It's, a, it's more it of It comes a, inside an empty box. It comes in a container, yeah. Yeah, and the container is and empty it, because it's just It's not a, even a box. It's a theory. even a box has weight. Let's, so let's just sell it in We'll just send people empty envelopes. <laughs> yeah. No, they're not empty. They've, They've got liquid, liquid silk. Silk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You've got a, a tonne of liquid zil. No, it's not a tonne. No. No, but it can be now, because it's weightless. Oh, fine. OK. Fine. A litre. Fine. <laughs> no, no. Because that makes it sound like, like a thing. liquid. OK. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Do love this liquid baseline? <laughs> like, uh, can I just say, I just have to say this. It's about short oranges? It's not. No, this is an emotional, it's not a plea. It's the opposite of a plea. It's a statement. There's been several times this afternoon that I've been close to tears. Hmm. Is that good or bad? In a good way. Well, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But doing this with you is just so emotionally fantastic. And we know that there's lots of people out there listening. And uh, we hope and we know that they enjoy what we're doing. But... It's, it's a tremendous privilege to be able to stand here with you, listen to these songs, talk about them, and then engage with people. And I just feel moved in this moment, and I have to say that. I'll come around and give you a hug. Oh, God. No, don't mind. I'm David for- oh. oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he is, he's, he's on me. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, I feel the same. Oh, i just kiss you. Can I kiss you on yes. the cheek? Right, little kiss on the cheek. I think you smell nice. So you're good, yeah. Right, anything else to say about Dark Light? But I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would say this and I, uh, the whole experience, and I've underlined the word experience, mm. washes over you, consumes the listener. Yeah, yeah. It, it, this song is interesting. It's a, It's been the most divisive one between us, I think. The thing is, I, you've never, I don't like songs that, are, that come in two halves, particularly. You've never laid naked. Well, I have, just not listened to this particular song. I have particular, yeah, particular, particular, particular. It's its its ability to transport you from one to the other. Light, fantastic, vulnerable, show-stopping, dark. Incredibly powerful bass line. That's that bass line that drives the whole thing. But also that it's liquid that, silk. the choir. You know the the yeah. group effect. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this and just go and listen to it, 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 and and lie naked in a in a field if you can, but if not a bed, a, a standard bed. Yeah, I would say bed is probably best. Yeah, probably safer. If you've made the mistake that I made and haven't listened to Empyrean, then go and check it out. It has been great so far. I've really enjoyed it. But we must wrap this up at this stage. We must. We must wrap this up. We are, as we have discussed on many, many an occasion. 86 occasions now. 86 full occasions now we've discussed this. Congratulations we are... if you've come this far with us and listened to all 86. Oh, blimey. I mean, fair play. We are part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network, at Deep Dive Podnet, on Twitter. Great network. A fantastic network of people that talk about their favourite music. If you enjoy this, then you're probably going to enjoy uh, the other oh, shows on I there. I mean, those boys are better than us. Those boys know what they're talking about. This show is hosted at bentownsandmusic.net, where there is a plethora of information about my music and some of my artistic endeavours. I was a published cartoonist, uh, for those of you that don't know. It was great fun. Ben Townsend Music at Hotmail.com. If you'd like to become an ambassador, badges will be sent all over the world, including Zimbabwe twice. Yes, anywhere you may be. You'll get a badge. At UniversityRHCP on Twitter is where you can follow me, Sam, on Twitter. You are at stacktownend. And on Insta, we are universally speaking, RHCP underscore pod. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. Thank you, Seagurd, for the episode suggestion, and thank you for such insightful notes as well. Uh, that's that's really added to to the conversations that we've had, I think. Now Sam, I'll just say this about Seagird's notes. Yeah. The emotion and the feelings that Seagird has for this album mm. are exactly how I feel when I listen to it. Yeah, they resonated very closely to what it's... you were thinking. So let's wrap it up. We're not gonna sing a song. Because we've already done it. But we'll do it. The old classic rising outro, which we haven't done for a long time, and I did like doing. Okay. Thank you so much for listening anyway. Every listener from all around the world. You're all golden. You're all golden content. Appreciated. We love you all, and we must go out by saying thank you so much for listening to University Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast.